When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. It is 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo. We're ready to go. And uh, right before we go on the air, Brady, Brady shouts out that it's Hillary Clinton's birthday. Just as a quick reminder to everybody who was curious about that. Happy 75. And also started to point out other birthday sharers today with uh, Pat Sajak, who's a year older, and Jacqueline Smith, who is uh, two years older than her. And we all very quickly admonished Brady for even bringing up Jacqueline Smith and Hillary Clinton in the same sentence. That's the first time that's <laughs> ever been done other than to say... Uh, who is the yin to Hillary Clinton's yang physically? And it would be Charlie's Angel, Jacqueline Smith. Jacqueline Smith's decomposing court is better looking than Hillary Clinton. And when you said Hillary's turning 75, I said, uh, what, in what year did that happen? I thought she's 75 about, I don't know, 25 years ago. She looks terrible. Oh, man. Never she, been a Hillary fan. She's four years older than Bootsy Collins. <laughs> Bootsy seems like he's, he should be 90. Like Bootsy's been around, he's lived it, but he's like hard Benjamin life. Button. He seems to go backwards. That dude still looks he good. He looks amazing, I know. and he still sounds exactly yep. the same. When it started, this love was so tender, so sweet, <laughs> and now she's got me smoking it. Ah, so that's too good. Bootsy's the best. I would rather have sex with Bootsy Collins than uh, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> me too. All right, Phil, that's enough. We know that. But happy birthday to Hillary, the person that America just goes, Bleh, no matter what you're politically. One thing she did politically, which seemingly is impossible these days, is unite us all. We all were like, <laughs> ew, Hillary. Yeah, me too. Democrat, Republican, independent. We were all kind of like, no, not Hillary. No, she's gross. Yeah, we didn't like her. And I don't know Pelosi's why. a close second. Pelosi's, Pelosi just looks just scared to look. death. Yeah, yeah she's like talking. Uh, She's like a hummingbird that doesn't know how to fly anymore. She's just scared and trapped, and yeah, she's one. Although she, in her day, I think Kennedy banged her. That picture of her meeting Kennedy, it, like she's got her big, she looked like Kennedy's just eyeballing that, like nailing that before my head comes off. <laughs> Ironically, she's going to give me head. 
And someone will take it away. Anyway, so thank you, Brady, for that little quick reminder. As Brady had his big day yesterday, his big Alec uh, Baldwin day yesterday, he went out with some friends. He shook the rust off. Started to, started to shoot out in the desert and play the game. I'm sure Alec Baldwin, awesome. Alec Baldwin jokes were plentiful with you, I'm sure, yesterday as you went out to uh, Table Mason just started firing away with PGA superstar uh, Sniper uh, Steve, Steve Jones, Jones. and uh, your uh, elderly uh, former, I guess, rapper, uh, Greg Worthen. That the guy's, uh, he's got a truck that makes it look like... Sweet I, G, we call him. You would think that uh, Suge Knight was going to climb out of the car he drove in. I thought Exhibit was going to jump out and go, <laughs> I just pimped your ride! <laughs> it is the most pimped out truck we've seen in a long time, and then... Uh, Brady's old man friend popped out of there, and Greg just kind of waddled out. And like, wow, that old man just repossessed some <laughs> rapper's car, and he took it right to our station. But no, it's his. And he's done it as long as I've known him. Which he's is had rapper cars. Years. Yeah, he just. I like it. Pimps I think it's out cool. his rides. It's pretty great. Uh, yeah. So Brady was shooting. We were all worried that there'd be an injury. No injuries. No uh, nothing. Just went out firing I into mean, the desert. Shooting, throwing axes. Man day. It was good. Full on toxic masculinity yeah. day. Good for you. Yeah, nothing. Uh, nothing report though. Nobody no, got, but the, right, no close the weather was spectacular. The day perfect was perfect day, incredible. And you cleaned up after yourselves, which is always something we did. Well, we're shooting at, yes, and it's a you know since it's his private property. The problem is, like you had mentioned, if you've gone, you know, through Table Mesa before, there's so many little stops where yeah. people just randomly stop and shoot in a cove. And there's shells and everywhere. It's a mess. Yeah, they're, they're, people are jerks about that, and they're they're going to eventually. Uh, somebody, and I don't like saying this, but somebody from uh, wildlife and everything else is going to step in and start putting fences on these roads to keep people out of there because they're messy. The, the shooters are bad. They're terrible. They wreck the area like crazy. It's simple. You just take a rake or a shovel or something and you clean up after yourself. Yeah. It's not hard. They're not flying that far. You can miss a couple, but get the majority of them out of what, there. It, it's mostly the targets and that yeah. trash oh they leave and all that out that's, there yeah. that's worse than the yeah. shells in a way there's a jeep groups and four-wheel drive off-road things they go out every year and do cleanups and they're never there's never a, a time when they're like hey there's nothing to clean up there's always crap going on and there's random there. campsites just in that four mile strip that there's like two or three trailers that people are living there oh yeah i've seen those where they just they, they actually like are gypsies yeah they're actually living out there yeah. not just tents it's weird We'd four-wheel at night sometimes, and there'd be a lantern, like, just standing out by this thing. It's the guy's living out there in the middle of nowhere. And I think the most shocking thing on the way in, on the dirt road, is going by a Stanley Steamer truck on its way out. Yeah. Boy, they got a busy job. (laughs) Well, there's rugs everywhere, Brady. (laughs) There are. They're trying to carpet the earth. I know where to guess. Crying out loud, you're trying to get things done. You're a Stanley Steamer guy. Don't give him He might have also been getting a DLBJ out in the desert. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I watched a mailman get blown in uh, Sodomy Gulch down in the desert, and they thought they were hiding deep into the woods on uh, Trail 100, but turns out some guy on his bike was cruising around the corner when they were climbing out of the gulch in their terry cloth shorts and mailman outfit. August. I'll never forget. I, I felt so bad for that hired twink. The smell of that mailman had to be just brutal. After his full day of mailmanning, he kept the uniform on, climbs down into this gulch, and this twink in a tank top and pink terry cloth shorts. Enjoys a salt stick. Yes, yeah, that's all. It had to be like horses eat less salt. Like, like, uh, oh, and this, the, the munge or whatever word you want to add to that. The viscosity and 
cheese-like substance that was triple oh, bock. God, yes, yes. Oh, it was like a monger. You'd have to <laughs> scrape it and age it. And it just came climbing out of there. So I, was, I always think of that when I see something that doesn't belong in the desert, and I'm like, oh, homosexuals. That's, I don't know why I think that. That's because that's what I've been indoctrinated to believe, that in the middle of the desert, that's where dudes go hide their tendencies. <laughs> they take a twink out into the middle of nowhere. Truly down low. Yeah, very down low. And I would worry if I was the twink because I'm like, why are you always driving me out in the desert? Eventually, I feel like they're going to leave you there. You go out to Table Mesa Road in a Stanley Steamer thing. There's no carpet out there. We knew a child's there cleaning. Oh, did, there was yeah, a house cleaning? Oh, okay, good. So there was legitimate. The property that uh, That's good. overlooks his There's like a the house. lookout. Okay, good. So there was legitimate yeah. carpet cleaning needs from the steamer peeps out there on Table Mesa Road, which is not you know, paved by any stretch or easy to get around out there. So anyway, yeah, I don't want him to get in trouble. It was well, a legit job. I'm glad you're alive. That's all. We yeah. were, we were wondering yesterday when we saw that crew wandering out, if the, if the MAGA three were going to come back alive or not. And we, we were happy to see you again, uh, all your fingers and everything. Nope. Yeah. All right. Good. That's good. So there was, I lost our parlay on that. Yeah. One. Yeah. You yeah. definitely <laughs> said one would be Brits over under was 1.5. I'm like, yeah, I think two can go. I'll go over on that. Nine, nope, zeros. Uh, very surprised, but, and we haven't gotten the final numbers back. There could be some hikers that uh, are gone missing, and they'll, they'll realize that Brady shots went around. Yeah, a couple of bing bangs. <laughs> that one missed the target completely. And then you just hear, out in the distance. <laughs> they'll find him when his family starts looking. Uh, I went to the Suns game last night. Great Suns game. I can't believe uh, what went on uh, with the Suns. They beat the tar out of the world champs. How were the 90s uh, dress You know what? Nothing. They played some 90s music. Uh, the one thing I've got a problem with, and this is a Phoenix problem, and being a, a member of this lovely community for the majority of my life, I do, I do struggle with the celebration of losing that this town seems to embrace. They are flashing up on the big screen 30th anniversary of the 92-93 Phoenix Suns, which, by the way, lost. They aren't anything. Heartbreaker. They're so what? Six games. Not that heartbreaking. You, you, yeah. you fortitude them. Uh, you got beat. Good game. Seconds away from game seven. Very close. But guess what? Those seconds counted just like the first few. Yep. The game wasn't over. The Bulls won the game. The Suns walked off their own floor. We were heartbroken as fans, but that's what happens when your team loses. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. You don't celebrate your losses. It's, it's, it's almost, you can sit back and go, that was a fun run. God, they won the Western Conference Championship, and that's pretty great. But you only celebrate world championships. Losers celebrate when they almost won. That's what, that's what teams that don't expect championships do. Yeah. And I hated it last night because I, I understand throwback uniforms and celebrating a certain era of Suns basketball that was fun and successful. 
But the ultimate goal was to win the championship, not come in second. And they're celebrating it with 30 years, 30th anniversary of like this fun team. Like Kevin Johnson was there last night. Great to celebrate KJ, uh, an awesome member of the Suns. Uh, and you know he was in the front row, and it was pretty neat. And you're like, yeah, that's cool. The uniforms were on point. The floor was the old floor. And we're like, this is neat. Do this once, but don't throw up 30th anniversary, please. That's just celebrating second place defeat. It's celebrating almost, and that's not cool. I don't like that. The Cardinals do it every time they bring up the the time they got to the Super Bowl. Well, you lost. That Super Bowl belongs to the Steelers. This NBA championship was the Chicago Bulls, and by the way, it was their third one, I think, if I'm not mistaken. So that was the that was that's the more impressive thing that occurred there is that. You were one of six teams that got kicked around the court by the Bulls when they had their run. Eh, don't do that. Even at the uh, homecoming, it's not professional, but Ohio State, it was the 100th anniversary of the shoe. Of the stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And that's had some celebrating going on. It There's has. reasons to sit back and be nostalgic about Ohio State's run over college and football. And I'm kind of saying that just like the difference in, like I guess, merchandise on that. Than a 30th One anniversary for yeah. runner-up. Celebrating, yeah. You don't see, you know, like Miss America's wandering around with the second second best woman in the world. It's just kind of like, well, I hope the Miss America dies, then I can be Miss America. Your goal isn't to get there. It's to win it. Good job that you got there. But second place is first loser. I, I got to throw away something. I can't really wear it. Even though it was sent to me, it was cool. Yeah. When the Bengals... Made the Super Bowl. It Losers. just says Bengals Super Bowl. Nope. You know, you, you made it. Shirt. Nope. You throw that away. <laughs> I, know. I have, uh, when I went to see the Steelers and Packers in Dallas, there was merchandise all over the place. Megan's dad's a Packer fan, and he wanted us to buy stuff. And I'm like, nothing. And I mean, nothing from this Super Bowl goes in our suitcases. This was our loss. Shouldn't get him a hat and snuck one by me. But, uh, <laughs> but I'm like, if he wanted to do it, he could have shown up on his own. This is a Steelers loss. You don't want any things that say you were... No, I don't want anything reminding me of the fact that this is the Packers Super Bowl. They want it. Good for them. It's for their fans to celebrate. Me wearing an AFC Championship shirt or Steelers Super Bowl 45 is celebrating their win. That's it. And so the Suns, I mean, look, I get it, but don't... The merch had 30th anniversary. 30th anniversary of nothing. But I'll tell you what I did like. They do a thing on the big screen. Uh, and I'm I'm on a crusade now. I don't know how to do any of this stuff, but I'm just going to be loud. I think that's all you got to do. They show uh, the the players walking in in their slick gear, right, when they arrive at the arena. The and suits it is, and all that. It is kind of yeah. cool. And then you know, like Booker showed up, and he was just in a really cool sweatsuit. And he, it was, and they slow mo walk him like, and it's kind of almost tongue in cheek, like the boys have arrived. And Chris Paul comes in. He's got this Letterman's jacket on, and they show the guys coming in. A couple of them are slick. Then, and the crowd's like, "Oh, like the the outfits are near the shoes and stuff." And then uh, uh, the next one comes, and the crowd goes insane. Al McCoy rolling in with his media pass and his suit. Old ninety year old Al McCoy walks slow mo and Al McCoy, and I don't think you have to slow mo Al McCoy much. <laughs> and he walks in. the The place went bananas. Al McCoy was the sun. And again, as we celebrate things, uh, that's the guy we need to start focusing on. This is probably it. You're not going to have him much longer. Get the statue ready while he's alive. Name Diana Taurasi Way Al McCoy Way. Get rid of that nonsense of Diana Taurasi Way, and let's celebrate Al McCoy the way we should. The man is a legend in Phoenix sports, period. 
end of story. There's nobody more important to Phoenix sports as far as uh, recognition and acknowledgement than Al McCoy, period. That's it. Diana Taurasi way. Every time I cross that road, I feel like pissing on the floor. I'm in the middle of Diana Taurasi. I should just pee on it for a second. <laughs> so there's no reverence for it. No need for it. But, uh, yeah, it was great to see that. That was pretty cool, watching uh, Al McCoy just pop up like that, and everybody went bananas. Oh, I loved everything. In second. his 90s outfit, looking good. He didn't, I don't, well, I think that's all he's got. Well, oh. he is 90s. Like, if, yeah. we're, if yeah. we're celebrating 90s night, he's the start of him because he's 90. So, uh, yeah, it was pretty awesome watching Al McCoy do that. But the, there wasn't a, a, a major incident like my last son's event. There was something I had to intervene with uh, last night, though, as uh, – a woman walked past my uh, friend Mark and I were sitting in our seats. We're on the aisle. And a woman walked past us in a suit, an outfit I've never seen. She was uh, quite striking with this woman. <laughs> and I mean by striking, I mean, oh, bonus! Immediately, right. like immediately. She had a shirt on, and her breasts were bolt-on manufactured, but they were very well put together. Uh, she had leather, black leather jean-type like pants. Uh, they fit quite well. Uh, and a black leather shirt that cut over... In like the, her side boobs were way out, and it was classy still somehow, and it cut right into where the side of her areola would be, and then dropped out. Her boobs were on display and magnificent, and I've never seen a shirt cut this way in my life. It was up to her neck, but it wasn't cleavage. It was almost all of her boobs, and when she turned to the side, you couldn't see her shirt anymore. It looked like a lady without a shirt on. Nice, and she was put together. And she was heading up to the upper deck. She, no, she was. Uh, she was walking. No way. Just, <laughs> no way. Yeah, no. She was sitting two rows ahead of us, and and everybody, and like every guy right there. The, our section got real quiet. Like, and I'm not saying. Mm-hmm. Like, and the thing that would piss most women off with this is she was probably about 45. She had it together, so it pisses off all the ladies. Are like, well, after a certain age, your metabolism slows, and you can't lose weight. Yes, you can. Watch, Looks look. Like there's someone picked out yeah. an outfit for tonight. Well, I could do it too <laughs> if I had a surgeon. That was- okay, you could then. So you're saying it's possible? That's all. So she walks by the guy behind me, who I ended up uh, being friends. With. I had to interview as a bro, Brady. I broed last night. I I had a bro moment, a broment, as they say. As that woman walks by, guy behind me and his girlfriend. I can hear them a little bit. And Mark and I are like, Jesus, God Almighty. Just like every other guy that's watching this angel from Pornhub go by. And I hear the lady behind me say, Did you happen to see her shoes? To her boyfriend. And he goes, Oh, uh, yeah. They're awesome green. They were green leather. They were amazing. And I turned and I'm like, I'm sorry. Did you just ask him if he saw his shoes? That's a test that I can't allow have. Like, you're just testing him. You tested that man. Well, I know he's looking at her boobs. I'm like, don't bring up the shoes thing. If he'd have said no, you'd have been mad. She's like, oh, I can't get away with that. I'm like, don't throw that bomb at a guy. I'm like, I got to step in for my brother here and basically say, dude, you should have been allowed to say, she's wearing shoes? No, I didn't see her goddamn shoes. Of course I didn't look at her shoes. I missed the shoes. Of course I missed the shoes. It was a test. I witnessed a woman testing a man to see, what are you, how are you going to lie to me? And he answered like every man would have. Oh, yeah. No, those were those great. Were nice. Those were awesome shoes. <laughs> black, he tried. Green, he sounded green, like black. a fool. His name is John Wayne, which is even worse. He's all man. Very cool guy. She laughed it off. But I'm like, that's a test. Knock it off. And you know what it is? It's really smart. And, I, and I, it took me 50 years to realize this. Women will do that. They'll... they'll uh, Place you in a situation where you must lie just to see what you look like lying. They know you're lying. 
Do you see your shoes? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What color were they? I don't know. Help me out, bro. They're green, bro. <laughs> I think they were green. I think they're pumps. I don't know what pumps are, but I think that's what. That's what he looks like lying. All right, thank you. It's a. It's that's a, where the bro earpiece comes in. We need Pick a bro, up your bro yeah. earpiece. And to be a, to, yeah, <laughs> being a bro, like it is. Yeah, we need a Roxanne. We need a Cyrano de Brogier act. Because <laughs> I had to turn. I'm like, look, lady, you can't ask him that question. Don't do that to him. It's not his fault she showed up dressed like that. And it's not our fault we're men and have to look at stuff like that and act like we didn't see it. Just let Venus better. walk by. She knew. And she goes, well, I know her boobs were out, too. I saw them, too. I'm like, well, then just let that go. Can we let those moments go? If a dude walked by and the tip of his dick was hanging out of the top of his pants, and it was like nine inches long, and you knew that thing was rolling over, you wouldn't go, let's get some awesome Travis Scott Nikes on, don't you think, honey? You'd be like, see that guy's dick? Like, we're honest <laughs> about it. We, we would be open to the idea. Throwing the test bomb at my man. And she was very sweet about it. But I, I caught her, and I said what he wanted to say, with, which is, are you f- kidding me about the shoes right now? And it was just so timely like she waited for her to walk down the stairs a couple of steps turn into her row and then kind of side scurry about 12 seats in the good thing is she was on the wrong side it's 103 was the section and she should have gone down the other side to get in so she had to come back up so we're on seat 16 and 15 and she's in like two and three so she should have gone there she didn't have to go all the way up she had to slow walk with those boobs out all the way across Seventeen you got profile seats. for a and good, we oh good and every guy in that thing got profile. There was one of the dudes in the row that he had to pass wasn't paying attention. He's talking to his buddies and she's like, "Excuse me, excuse me." And all these guys get up and this young uh, black kid stands up. He's got his beer and he he hears "Excuse me" and he looks and he gets up and I just hear "Damn." He was like one row up, "Damn," and he gets up looking at like he's trying to look her in the eyes, but his head just kept going right to these side boobs. Ladies, you dress like that. We don't care about your shoes. Stop asking us, did you see her shoes or did you see her neck? She was barefoot. Yeah, she didn't need a head. If she was missing a head, we would have missed it. If she killed a man along the way, the cops would have said, what'd she look like? Uh, Awesome side boobs, black pants. uh, Facial features? Sorry, didn't catch that. I I believe they were leather. It's kind of locked in. I think she might have been... I would just describe a, pa- a cabbage patch kid because that's like just what I would draw on there is just the head of something. I saw nothing but a torso. That's it. And then when she sat down, everybody was looking and realized, oh my God, she's actually very pretty as well. <laughs> that was second. Her shoes came up. Don't do that to us, ladies. My man John Wayne had to had to muddle through that, and hopefully he appreciated that I took the I took the bullets for that when I turned and I said, "Ma'am, you need to." You need to shut the F up right now and let that man just absorb that. We'll all quiet down. You can say, look at that lady's boobs, and we have to act like, ugh, isn't it gross? I can't believe. What a tramp. I'm so glad you don't dress that way. That's what we'd have to tell her instead of saying, yeah, she is probably the hottest thing walking in this building. That is amazing. Yeah, you have to lie, but they know you're lying. They know. That's why they do it. They look at you to say, this is his lying face. And they put that in their pocket, and rem- and then when next time you're lying about something else, they're like, "There it is. There's that face I know. Those are the- that's that shoe lie face he's making." I'm surprised Hondo let her get away with that. John Wayne, Hondo. Oh, Hondo, I see what you're doing. Hondo was a nice man. He played it perfectly, but I had to. I had to help out my brother. And then Mark turned and goes, "Yeah, that was really unfair. You can't do that to the guy." And those situations are rare. 
that much boob in public, you're not to, you're not to be quizzed about her. Like it's those things. What's missing from this picture? You know, the earrings gone, or like she's wearing a ring. And you see that hair clip? Yeah, come on, stop it. Yeah, did you see her awesome hair clip? Don't. <laughs> Just let it happen. Quietly observe it. And again, guys are cooler because if a set of balls is just rolling down, excuse me, excuse me, and this guy's balls are banging in the pit, black out, damn, that guy's balls. Do you see his shoes? We would never ask you that. We would never ask you that. I didn't. I saw his ball sack, and I loved it. I did see another awesome thing last night, and it uh, gave me an idea. Uh, because this is this is the America we live in now. Uh, going down the stairs, down into the VIP thing, there was a uh, Lizzo-shaped woman complaining that her seats were too high up those stairs. Ooh. She was telling – she had to go down the stairs to get Stress where she was on going. The cankles. And then she told the attendant of the bottom of the stairs, there's somebody always at the aisle, and she's pointing at the stairs. She goes, my seats are way up there. And there's just too many stairs. It ain't happening. She ain't happening. You know what they did? They got her a chair. And she got front row seats. For being, one of the benefits for being, for of being going a giant pig. Yeah, one of, one of the few. No, you're not going to see age 42, 43. It rarely happens. Uh, and it is going to be, you know, you need to celebrate this season because there might not be one next year. So better hope the Suns win it this year. The lady was massive. Her son, who's probably late teens, could have very easily gone up and down those stairs. Got, he got a chair too. So. I hate people. Take a jumbo to a Suns game and. Bitch, that there's too many stairs, and I mean, you knew. Not if that was your mom, Brett, <laughs> and she's getting you front that front row. row seat. No, don't you worry. I about wouldn't let this. her do that. Don't you worry <laughs> about this, I Lamonte. Let her do that. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't think no, I would I either. Got pride. <laughs> Hell with that. <laughs> I got pride, but those. those I'm going to sit in our seats. Yeah. Although I may may bring Mangoop with me to a game or something. Mangoop will be right you. down there. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he has no pride. Oh so no, you're, exactly. You don't need I'm good. You're right. With your mother, it's like, God damn it, this is embarrassing. That's my yep. mom. But if you're hanging out with your friend Mangoop, <laughs> who's just a big, go for the front row, dude. Super. He's got no bones. The man is just all. It's like a boneless chicken wing that got steroids and expanded into the size of a beanbag. If Mangoop said, I can't climb no more stairs, man, they'd be like, all right. <laughs> we need a down. chair for this love sack. Yeah, sit down right here. This couch can't climb anymore. <laughs> Can my friend stay too? Yes. We'll get you a chair too, you prideless <laughs> piece of garbage. Thank you. <clears throat> Works every time, Brad. <laughs> yeah, but this lady got and, – and you know there's stairs. You came down the stairs to go into the – the VIP thing to go grab some food. Well, she's going for food. She I mean, that's a different food. story. And she loaded up, and then when I can't climb 20, 20 sets of stairs, I, and I'm like, how's she getting out of this building? That wow. big. That, she was. Well, I'm just saying, if she can't climb up to her seats, which were, and I think she was also complaining she didn't fit in the seats. She was that big. She was big. On our couch here in the studio, she's a full cushion. Okay, that's big. Yeah, she's a big one. Yeah, you're not getting anywhere near that seat. She's full on that, and, and arms are bleeding over into the second half of that couch. That's a big couch. She was big. We're we're talking Lizzo plus. We're, we're we're Ralphie May mom kind of thing. But uh, yeah, couldn't go back up there. We couldn't, you know. I can't get up these stairs. So she, they gave her a chair. Sat her in the aisle too. I think she was a fire hazard because she's not getting out of the way. And uh, that's how you do it. Make a friend with Mangoop. <laughs> Mangoop! 
Haven't talked to you in years. Hey, John, what's going on? I want to take you to a Suns game. <laughs> Why? I just do. Trust me. You got good seats? Oh, gonna, we'll have good seats. Are there going to be stairs? Not for long, there's not, Mangoop. <laughs> I've got a plan. I suppose. Can I bring a wife? Yeah, whichever one you choose. <laughs> got like 11 of them. <laughs> Anywho, uh, night at the Suns game. It was fun, and the Suns looked great. But I really enjoyed how excited the crowd got for Al McCoy. That makes me happy. That makes me happy. That is cool. Yeah, I want his legacy to live on. Like, you know, when this show is dead and gone, it'll be forgotten in a couple of weeks. That's just how radio is. People are like, oh, nah, it goes away fast. Al McCoy needs to be remembered forever. Did he come in on Kempton's back? That would Master be kind of neat. Yeah, it would have been kind of neat if he'd rode Tim Kempton in. Shazam, let me get up there. Too many stairs. Front row. Oh, brother, I'm high today. He looked great, too, and he's just he calls a great game, and he's just a stud. We need to embrace the man, Al McCoy. Name a goddamn road after him before you name one after those uh, failures known as WNBA goats. You know what's going to happen when Brittany finally comes back? They're going to give her a street, too. She's not. Oh, they've well, the funny thing is, I well, think nine it's, years from now, look, yeah. it's time to take one of those uh, magic erase things that cleans tile and scrub off all that BG42 off the floor. Uh, of the Suns game because after yesterday, nobody really cares anymore. They're, we all they've got BG four two on the floor and they've got it outside and it's time. That, I think the best thing to do is just kind of erase it and forget she's there. Nobody's doing anything about it. The, the you know painting the floor is not going to bring her back. She just got not her, according to this morning. Well, pfft, yeah, they're working on it again. They're not working on anything. She's moving into what used to be the old gulags. She's going from her detention center. To a, uh, what do they call that thing? A, to a, uh, more of a permanent penal residence. Co- it's a penal colony, which is 16-hour work days. And, uh, yeah, she's got, like, a lot ahead of her. Like, oh. and, and it's penal colonies are the old um, Stalin-era gulags, which are in areas where the weather was brutal. Evidently, they've cleaned them up from the Stalin-era gulags, which is what uh, Colonel Klink used to complain about. Was, I don't want to go to the gulag. It was, like, the scariest thing in the world yeah. for a German soldier that the Russians would capture him and take him off to the... Gulags. It's <laughs> a great word. But uh, yeah, That's she's going brutal. to a penal co- uh, colony in Siberia, which is like the world's worst, worst place ever. Best winters in the world. And uh, Penal? I didn't think she'd gone that way. She, 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 yeah, they're, they're <laughs> finally taking it to her namesake. She's Brittany, Brittany Griner's penal colony, which I can't wait for the news to go. We've got to get Brittany out of this penal colony. <laughs> is that insensitive somehow? I don't know. Uh, but it's time we stop talking about that like they're trying to free her. Nobody there was... You know, the dude's pulling up in their Rolls Royces with their gold chains and their $5,000 Nike shoes and their $20,000 sweatsuits. Don't really want to kick in to get Britney back. They just want someone else to do it. Nobody, Nobody's doing a thing about it. But she got uh, her appeal denied yesterday. And they said the day before, they're like, she's going to go in for her appeal. And there's a 99.5% chance they don't even hear it. They just let her go, appeal denied gulag and then it's over and that's what happened so she was on zoom i think she wasn't even like allowed to go to the they, they to did the hearing it's a, it's a formality yeah they're they're packing her up and getting her out of there so in a couple of days she's gonna head off phil knight s- send some oligarch a thousand pairs of shoes well, yeah, somebody will you could do it if you wanted to kick the cash in but nobody wants to give russia money right now so she's in, in essence she's not that important here's another thing a listener brought this to my attention yesterday she evidently packed that weed because she's in such chronic pain that it's a prescription 
that she needs, she hasn't had it since February. And I don't hear anybody saying, oh, she's in so much pain without her medicine. And it's, a, good point. it's a great point that she's not addicted to it and it's not like this necessary prescription, which makes it more recreational. She's and, also not playing, but, uh, you know, those 16-hour well, work those, days. Those detention centers aren't going to make her feel good. And again, you don't just smoke the weed because you play and it hurts. Everybody who plays sports hurts. You smoke it because you've got chronic pain that won't go away even when you're not playing. That's what, you know, the chronic pain thing helps you when you're in agony. And she's, you know, I have that as a, that was one of her excuses. So it just, just keeps coming back as lies. And more nonsense, and she got busted, and it's sad that she's going to be stuck there. But again, you were overseas and dabbling in the the dark arts of marijuana in Russia. Evidently, not something you play with. They asked her if she wanted to play basketball in jail with the jail team, and she said no. And so they're moving her off to a gulag, and she's going to be breaking rocks. Blew it there. You got to play. played. Yeah. Should have been playing ball, kid. <laughs> You're six nine woman. What else do you have planned? Uh, but they uh, overcrowded in there. She's, this is going to be awful for her. Just awful. Snoop should go down there or over there with his uh, blunt roller renegade piranha. Yeah. And get her out. Yeah, I'm sure Snoop would last a good second and a half in the Moscow airport. Just trying to get through customs, player. I'm going to be here for 150 years. They're going to arrest him in a second. It's a whole suitcase of weed. You know that. Yeah, I packed that myself. You know he's not allowed here. I'm here to free Brittany Griner. Uh, you're going to jail with her, you realize. <laughs> According to his uh, blunt roller, yeah, she rolls 75 to 150 blunts a day. Oh, good for her. She's keeping her busy. About a half pound. Yeah. He's created jobs. That's what I see. But it's, yeah, it's time we erased the BG42 off the floor just so we'd stop thinking about it. I'm there to have a good time. I don't want to think of some lady in a gulag that's <laughs> like the last time on. but you should think of her because that's no no, no. it's like that's th- like looking at that other lady's shoes there's just certain things i want to pay attention to certain things i don't care about <laughs> sorry everybody i don't care about britney griner's crime in fact as horrible as it sounds i'm one of those people that kind of thinks man you did this to yourself same as the fat lady last night that realized stairs are her enemy you knew there were stairs you use the, your game in the system, man. But Mangoop is going to the next game with me. <laughs> I'm buying season tickets with Mangoop, and I'm getting them way up high. And I'm going to climb his unhealthy ass all the way down those stairs and watch his bright red tomato face and that heavy breathing at the bottom. <gasps> and just turn to the lady at the bottom and go, I don't think he's going to make it back up to our seats. Can we have chairs right here? He's going to die, and it's going to be your fault. I hate stairs so much. Stairs are his enemy. What do you do when you can't get him on these? So Thanks Lizzo me. got like the Spike Lee seats, like right not, there? Not that close. Okay. She had better, it was better because she had Doug Hopkins seats, which are like okay. right behind the bench. But uh, it was raised up one So because Doug's seats kind of stink because they're just flat into the heads of the guys in front of you. Yeah. She's no ele- got a little she elevation. She had a little elevation, got front row, and is sitting, nice. I'm sitting pretty just because she can't stop. Blocking anyone in back of her? Eating gravy. Oh, she was blocking everybody. She blocks the sun, Brady. She was. <laughs> if she was, I, like, I, I think I heard somebody walk by and go, the sun's get a new mascot? Because that lady, is that lady's name Eclipse? <laughs> Global cooling. She was, she, oh, she, yeah, she's, grass doesn't grow under her. There's way too much shade. 
And she's moving like a tree. But, yeah, she pointed to those stairs like somebody put them there to get her. I bet she has nightmares at M.C. Escher paintings. Oh, Lord Almighty with them stairs. I cannot look at that. I need to sit down. And her son looked healthy and somewhat embarrassed. But it's true. Got those seats. It's your mom. Your yeah. mom. You don't want your mom to do that. No. Your friend Mangoop, and his, if his heart explodes, it's for some reason it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to split all that money. Those eleven wives. Uh, let's get ourselves a wake up song. Five eight five nine eight hundred. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's ninety eight KUP. Wake up. Arizona's most powerful. Powerful. Rock radio station. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.